Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. I think I got everything ready to roll in here. All the lights look good. Everything's green. Greg in Dallas, Texas. How you doing today, my brother? Uh, pretty good. All right. Yeah. Cold weather. Sending it our way. We had some nasty weather yesterday. Most of it stayed south of us, though. It was pretty brutal. A lot of rain, though. A lot of rain. It was cold. You guys are going to be down in, uh, below freezing here tomorrow, I guess. No, no, no. That's going to be uh, next week. Next week. No, you're going to send it our way again, too. Thanks for that. Welcome you are in, welcome. Guys. Yeah, no problem. Six Hour Studios, Daniel Defense, powerful platinum microphone lit up for you in this hour of the broadcast. X Insurance presenting all of it. Greg, if you would be kind enough to tell folks where to go and watch the show and listen to the show and participate in the chat, I would appreciate it. Uh, sure, if you'd like to watch the show, head on over to armedamericanradio.com or .org. On the right-hand side of that screen, you'll see the menu icon. Give that a click. And when you do, when that window pops open, you can select that watch live option. You've also got the listen live option and the podcast link over there. You've also got a shop link if you'd like to support the show. Um, if you'd like to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Bing, bang, boom. That will get you in. Let's go to our first guest in the hour today, Ryan Petty. How are you, my friend? Welcome in. Happy New Year. First appearance on the New Year show for the New Year? Am I missing something? Am I right? I don't remember. Do we have Ryan? Where's Ryan? Ryan Petty calling Ryan Petty. Yeah, I was talking to him before we got rolling here. I'm not sure where Ryan's at. Hold on. Let me see if I can deal with him. All right. That'll work. We're going to try to dig Ryan Petty up here. I, don't you just love live radio stuff when that goes down? Guys, I don't want to do this right now. I might be forced to if we have trouble bringing Ryan in because, well, it takes the little direction I wanted to go in a different direction. But I have some audio of Joe Biden I want to reflect back on. Ooh, he's an idiot. And even idioter, if that's a word, we make up our own words. And that's Cory Bush talking about coming for your quote-unquote assault weapons. We're going to play some of that for you today. And I'm going to wait for Greg here. I'm going to take just a couple minutes and see if we can get Ryan in here. I really don't want to play that audio yet. I was saving that for later in the show. But no big deal if that's what we have to do. See, I'm just killing time here. We got Ryan in here. Ryan, how are you? Can you can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Yeah, there uh, apparently you, you couldn't hear me. So. Don't you hate when that happens? I just love live radio. Welcome in, Ryan Petty. It's a pleasure, my friend. How are you? So is this the first appearance 2024 for you? I think it is, actually. I think we did a New Year's uh, we did New Year's together, and then this yeah. is the first time this year. So uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. So let's uh, let's get a couple of the big stories out of the way 
First off, you know, the big NRA trial kicked off yesterday. LaPierre's on the hot seat. Defense is putting on its case, it's opening, not case. It's going to be a six-week civil trial. But the, uh, the defense is uh, opening statements today. That will likely take all day. How do you feel about that? What do you think is happening there? I mean, you and I have talked about it privately, off air. But what are your thoughts? Let's, let's go public with it. What are you thinking here? I'm thinking the left is missing the target, as they often do. Um, the NRA is not the organization it used to be. Um, there are far more effective and powerful organizations that advocate for the Second Amendment uh, than the NRA, but they are so fixated on taking down the NRA that they they don't see the forest for the trees. So they're they're going to go after the NRA. They'll 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 get their pound of flesh. I predict um, the NRA will bounce back, um, uh, and, and hopefully with new leadership, it can become again what it once was. That's those are my primary thoughts on the NRA. All right, so let's take a little bit deeper dive because I, I'm with you on this one. We've, we've covered this before. But with the left taking their eye off the ball by fixating, as you said, on the National Rifle Association. Right. What's, what's going on? By, what are, they, are they missing anything? Is the, is, what, what do you, I, mean, I, I say they're missing anything. That's probably not the right way to phrase that because they're not missing anything. But their eye is off the ball. Is that allowing groups like the Second Amendment Foundation, Gun Owners of America, Firearms Policy Coalition to get things done under the radar that they might not be paying attention to? I don't know if that's the case or not, but let me just throw that question out there. Uh, I think they're doing everything above the radar in, in, in those cases. I think what's happened in you know post-Bruin is the gun control. Gun control is losing, Mark. Uh, you know, more than half of American households now have a firearm. The, the constituency that 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 these um, leftist gun control groups really relied on um, were the you know the foot soldiers, the moms demand, and and the the the, the Democrat uh, voter that didn't have a gun in their ha- in their household, and and they saw the NRA as a really an effective. Um, uh, an effective organization that was that was fighting for a Second Amendment legislation um, at, you know, sort of at the federal and state level. They did a lot of work, the NRA, with the legislatures. Now, when you look at Firearms Policy Coalition, Gun Owners of America and the Second Amendment Foundation, a lot of the work they're doing is in the judicial branch. Right. They're fighting these these battles in the court. And that's really the shift that's happened post Bruin. It's gone from a a legislative battle. And there's really no will at this point in the legislatures to do much more than the quote unquote safer communities act that was passed, you know, uh, in, in during the Biden term here, there's really not much of an appetite to do much more. And so they're still, but they're still fighting that battle. The gun control groups are still fighting the NRA, the legislative battle. They're not going to win anything there, but they, but they want to embarrass the NRA, they want to, they want to destroy its effectiveness, and they're really fighting. In many ways, in my in my view, the, the the they're fighting the last war instead of fighting where the battle is right now, which is in the courts and in the in the hearts and minds of Americans. And where they're where they're really missing the boat, in my view, is the fact that while they were sleeping or while they were trying to take the NRA down. Over half of American households now have a firearm, including 
a lot of Democrats that used to be their constituency. And you mentioned, uh, and well, you I think mentioned that's good for us. It is good for us. You mentioned they're fighting the last war. What if I were to rephrase that and say they're fighting their last war by going after and fixating on the on the NRA? Could that be the case? I don't know where else they go. It could be, Mark, because at this state legislature, unless it has to be. And I mean, they have to go to the states. But again, you got a lot of. There's not a lot of appetite for gun control when you get down to it within within the legislative branch of government. They're probably that now that's, you know, except for blue states. Right. There's always more appetite in California for stupidity, stupidity. There's more appetite in states like Oregon and Washington, you know, the left coast and then the northeast. There's probably some more appetite for gun control. But at some point, the voters are waking up and saying, hey, all that stuff you promised would happen. If, if we just supported gun control, that stuff isn't happening. My my city is not any safer than it was before you promised that gun control would make it safe. And at some point, even the the independent and the Democratic voters are going to to uh, make them pay a price uh, it, it, within the legislatures, even in the blue states. It's going to take a while, but it will happen. Even in the blue states. Oh, boy. Yeah, California generational shift, uh, New York generational shift. New York might not be. California is, although the battleship, I think, is beginning to turn somewhat uh, in large measure because of some of the things that you just mentioned. I'll tease what we're going to do coming up in the next segment with Ryan Petty, ladies and gentlemen. I want to take a look at some of 2024's new gun laws that are going into effect in some various states around the country. And we'll talk about some of those in some of those states. And at some point, we will play Joe Biden's stupidity from his own mouth and Cori Bush. You can count on both of them to be idiot and idioter, not dumb and dumber, idiot and idioter. But we're going to focus on a USA Today write-up from, well, it's only about 10 hours old. If I, you know, Well, let me look. It's 11 hours, 11 hours old. So it's a fairly recent piece. And I wanted to pull this up, Ryan, and go through some of this with you. Because it all is fixated and focused on every town for gun safety's analysis, right? And we want to take a look at some of what they're saying about some of these states and the correlation that they're making to gun laws that are already in effect in these blue states, what they believe or what they want you to believe, what the media, the, the water bags that the media is carrying for every town, what the media wants you to be suckered into. And, Ryan, I hear you correctly. I don't think we're being suckered into it. Some will. There's always that other idiot out there that's going to fall for this nonsense. But when we come back with Ryan Petty, we're going to continue the conversation and dig a little bit deeper into some of the individual states here. And what USA Today is touting is really good news. 2024's new gun laws change the rules of firearm ownership in America. Here's how. That's coming up next. It's a joke, but we'll cover it. Don't go away. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Freedom, passion, and precision. Daniel Defense. That's three things Democrats know nothing about. 
Welcome back inside the Sig Sauer Studios with me, Mark Walters, filling you our prescription for freedom today and every day in front of the Daniel Defense Mike in this hour of the show. All of it is being brought to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. A quick plug for my pillow slippers. I have to go here because they've been lifesavers. Greg, I know you have them. And a lot of our guests on the show have them, and I, I know a number of listeners do as well. But if you don't, now's the time of year to be picking these things up. As the weather was getting a little out of whack over the last few days here, and it got cold. It was in the high 20s, a lot of wind and all that stuff. And I'll just give you personal experience. As I'm sitting out in the studio, I don't run that unit behind me, well, because I don't want the mics picking it up. And, man, the temperature, when it's cold out, drops like crazy. These things on my feet have saved my tail. My pillow slippers, grab a pair. They're only like 48 bucks, and they are great for this time of year. Super comfortable. And guess what? You support the Second Amendment by doing so because my pillow has been supporting the Second Amendment through this program and supporting you by proxy for almost, well, I'm going to say now I think it has been a decade. I lose track of time, but I believe 2024, it's a decade now. And it's real easy to get to all of their fine products over there and support them and say thanks. And that's MyPillow.com slash Armed American Radio. We'll talk about some of our other partners, but suffice to say, you can find them all at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. Let's go back to Ryan Petty. Ryan, welcome back to the show, my friend. It's always a pleasure to have you here. So let's look at some of the – and let me go to this headline again. You know, I'm a media critic. I hate the media. But take a listen to this headline from USA Today. 2024's new gun laws change the rules – of firearm ownership in America. And then it says, here's how. But let's just tackle that headline. Ryan, can you make a law that changes the rules of firearm ownership when firearm ownership is an enumerated constitutional right that shall not be infringed? Let's dig into that headline a little bit and play with that because it's kind of fun to do. When you hear a headline like that, what do you think? I think there's there are there's a journalist and an editor that uh, that collaborated together, neither of whom understand what the term rights mean. That that's my first thought. Uh, My second thought is they have an agenda. They either don't understand rights or they have an agenda. Uh, it's one of the two. It's more likely that they have an agenda. The agenda being that if they can convince enough Americans that the Second Amendment is somehow a second class right or isn't a right but a privilege, then they can convince Americans to give up that right. And uh, that's been the that's been the playbook, right? That's been what's been sort of behind the playbook uh, for the gun control movement for a number of years is convince Americans that guns are dangerous, guns are not a right, uh, firearms are not a protected right, but are a privilege, uh, subject to restrictions, subject to the political class making decisions about what we can and where and and when we can carry uh, the, those firearms. And and if the, the, the idea is to sort of dull it down to the point where Americans go, yeah, maybe maybe fewer guns would make us safer. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth, but that's the play. Then why are more Americans buying guns now than ever before? Right? See, there's that. And well, they we all lived through 2020. So we, we all, all lived got through to 2020. See, yes. We all got to see 
how our government responds when it's given or when it believes it has an opportunity to assume more power than we have granted it. And we saw little tyrants at the local and state level across the United States uh, restrict the freedoms of, of Americans. And I think everybody steps back and said, whoa, wait a minute. Now I understand what these Second Amendment advocates have been saying all these years. If it is so easy that a governor or a mayor can tell me to stay at home and that I don't have the right to go out and that that would be enforced by law enforcement. Um, but law enforcement won't do anything when I call 911 to come and and protect me in my home from from the folks that are ignoring the mandates from the governors and the and out and out rioting. Um, I have to have a firearm. I have to exercise my Second Amendment right to protect myself and my family. And I think so many Americans woke up and realized that it, it is, in fact, a right, something to be cherished, something to be exercised. And um, and that's why I, I'm optimistic. That's that's one of the reasons I'm optimistic um, that the gun control movement is fighting the wrong war. Yeah, I, you know, those same cops that won't show up at your house, they sure will hassle you in an airport for not wearing a paper diaper on your face, wouldn't they, right? Go back to that, those days. Fortunately, I don't live in an area where that was a big problem, but many millions of Americans do and did. And for that matter, there's still people walking around with diapers on their faces today. It's incredible. Let's take a look at some of these. Every Town for Gun Safety, ladies and gentlemen, analyzed. I don't know what Every Town for Gun Safety what does analysis to them mean? Uh, the strength and impact of 50 policies related to gun control as well as gun death rates and ranked all 50 states in their annual report. We've talked about it a little bit. We talked a little bit about it on the Sunday show with Gottlieb. It's a joke. CCRKB shut it down. But the USA Today just doesn't want to let it die. And they gave it a new twist. So let's take a look at it. Gun violence policy or gun violence prevention advocacy group determined California determined California has the strongest gun laws in the country, followed by New York, Illinois, Connecticut and Hawaii. Mississippi, Idaho, Montana and Georgia were among the states with the weakest gun laws. Arkansas, which is ranked last, Florida, Nebraska and North Carolina were among the states that dropped in their rankings after passing legislation that loosened restrictions on guns. Now, I'm going to bet. Ryan, because you're in Florida, that you will probably be very familiar with the fact that what they're referring to in Florida was the passage in the signature by DeSantis on permitless carry, which they claim weakened gun laws. Now, let's dive into that briefly. Did the passage of permitless carry, otherwise known as constitutional carry, interchangeable, but Florida doesn't have um, doesn't have open carry tacked in there. So we'll, we'll refer to it as permitless carry. Did it weaken gun laws? In other words, when I hear weakened gun laws, Ryan, that means, well, we've reduced crimes for criminals. That's how you weaken a law, right? Which is what the Democrats are really good at doing. But have we weakened the gun laws? The same the same laws apply no. to criminals, right? <laughs> what, did, what have we weakened? We've got 30 seconds. Go away. Was it weakened in Florida? Uh. See, the pro the, this, this is the problem with the way the argument's framed. That's why I say it's disingenuous or they just don't understand. The, the, 
the assumption that they're making is that stronger gun laws equate to safer states and communities. And we, we know that's not true. I'm sitting here looking at an article um, where uh, Ohio, significant decrease in gun crime since they weakened their gun laws and allow allow permitless carry in the state of Ohio. So, Brian, hold on to that. Hold on to that thought. We're we're taking a break. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we'll let Ryan finish on Ohio. Then we're going to go to California, Colorado, Illinois, Michigan, Minnesota, Oregon, Washington, West Virginia. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Defender Coffee. I started my day at 4.45 a.m. Eastern Time this morning with a huge mug of Defender Coffee Liberty Roast. Just yesterday, I had two bags delivered to the ranch here at AAR Ranch. And you can do the same thing. And every time I get that coffee, there's a reminder right on the bag that you're supporting the Second Amendment because a portion of the profits at your choosing goes to Gun Owners of America, in my case, the Second Amendment Foundation. I think there's a couple other options on there. I don't know. haven't paid much attention to it because I give mine to SAF. You can do whatever you fancy, and it's appreciated regardless. DefenderCoffee.com. Take a sip of coffee on a cold morning and support the Second Amendment. Winner, win-win, chicken dinner. Okay? It's a no-brainer. DefenderCoffee.com. Use the promo code AAR. Let them know that you heard about it here. That helps us. We appreciate that very much. Welcome back in. Let's go back to Ryan Petty here in the Six Hour Studios. X-Insurance presenting all of it. Ryan, I get to hang out with you in about 13 days in, of all places, Las Vegas. And you and I are going to throw craps this year. I'm just saying. So be prepared for that. Okay, fantastic. I'll watch you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're going to jump right in with me. I'll have you putting 10 bucks on the pass line and walking away with money going, wow, thanks, and I'll be the one losing. Going, See what happens, touch how to play craps, and you walk off with all the money. Now, we're going to have some uh, a good time. You and I will be together at an event with Crossbreed Holsters on Monday evening. We've got a lot to cover, a lot of ground to cover, and I'm looking forward to hanging out with you, and you're going to have both your sons there. So that's going to be fun. X Insurance will be there. We'll be hanging out with those guys as we did last year and a number of other fine folks at the Shooting, Hunting, and Outdoor Trade Show. Vegas, can you believe that, Ryan? Can you believe that was a year ago? My gosh. And here it is already again. Good heavens. Anyway. Uh, yeah, 2023 with a blur. Oh, man, it just whipped right by, didn't it? Okay, so you were wrapping up Ohio. I may have misunderstood what you were saying about Ohio. Finish with Ohio. And then I'll take you to some of the other states I mentioned as we were closing out that segment. Yeah, so look, in, in 2022, Ohio passed uh, permitless carry. And just like in Florida, all of these gun control groups predicted crime rates would skyrocket. Uh, there would be, you know, it would be the Wild West shootings in the middle of the streets. And that's not the experience that's happened, certainly here in Florida. But but now we have data from from Ohio that says crime rates have gone down. And so so is that due to permitless carry? It could be. I mean, this is the whole problem with the with, with, with the gun control movement. They they don't understand the difference between causation and correlation. 
in when they present statistics. And in most cases, their statistics don't even correlate with the data that they present. But what's happening, generally speaking, in 2023 is crime rates came down. They claim that's because they passed new gun control laws. But we all know criminals don't obey gun control laws. They don't care about gun control laws because they're criminals. And so any impact uh, that they claim is because of stricter or tighter or better or newer gun control laws is easily dismissible because it makes no sense. Um, And they can't show causation. They can barely show correlation. And so I just dismiss these. Any analysis by a group that's funded by Michael Bloomberg is suspect just from the beginning. You don't even... You don't even have to understand what they're saying. You just know that they're manipulating the data to make an argument for gun control. And that's all you need to understand. Well, you know, what I find interesting about what you're talking about as I listen to you, I, I throw this out. Let's reverse this. okay? let's say every town for gun safety was a gun rights advocacy group. And let's use the numbers or the statistics or the statements you just made. Permitless carry in Ohio was instituted and crime went down. How much money do you want to bet me on some of those tables in Vegas that they would immediately be saying, see, permitless carry was enacted in Ohio and crime went down. They would make that cause and effect immediately, too, wouldn't they? Now, here's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. Some of you are probably sitting there saying, well, yeah, that's what you guys do. No, what happens is we have a conversation with Dr. Lott, as we've done who brings that information to the table and then researches it over the course of the next two to three years and determines through empirical evidence the results of an actual study, right? And that's the difference between the two. They would just come out and say it right off the bat. Now, we say it too, but we also know we want to watch the trends over the next two to three to four years, correct? I mean, that's the right way to do these things, isn't it? It, it, it absolutely is. And that's the kind of uh, level headed uh, research that Dr. Lott uh, does and the gun control groups don't do. So they take they take their allies in the media. They, they publish a press release saying, you know, crime, crime has gone down in California. And we think it's because of, of the gun control you know, laws that they advocated for in that year. There's no study. There's no research. There's no proving correlation or causation. They just uh, say it. They just say it. And the, and the media carries their water, as you uh, indicated earlier, and they, and they publish a headline touting what, whatever the gun control group says. It's ridiculous when it happens, uh, but it happens all the time. It's a one-way message. All we ever hear about is more gun control equals safer communities and safe, you know, safer cities. And that's, that's the message that the media wants us to get. That's the message that the gun control groups want us to get. And if it weren't for folks like Dr. Lott pushing back on this and exposing the fact that this isn't real, re, this is not real research. This is just, these are press releases that these groups put out. Ah, well said. Yes. That, uh, well um, said. Uh, let's, let's go a little deeper here. How does, let, let me ask this question. Ladies and gentlemen, think about this stuff. It seems so basic, but it's not. It, it really, I mean, you really need to think about these things. While it is basic, you do need to think about them. How does restricting my rights as a law abiding citizen reduce crime? 
Ryan, can you answer that question? How does restricting my right as a law-abiding citizen who does not commit crimes reduce overall crime? It doesn't. Okay, it's a simple, simple two-word answer. It doesn't, and it never, ever will. You don't need any empirical study to show that if you restrict my rights, whatever crime does on the outside are the trends, whatever those trends are, it has nothing to do with the fact that my rights were restricted. Again, let's say I give up, oh, I don't know, one of my many AR-15s. Have I just reduced mass public shootings in schools because I gave up my rifle out of my safe, Ryan? No, you have not made our schools any safer. It's 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 basic math, ladies and gentlemen, and to put it in other perspectives, and you're going to see a lot of this, Ryan, you know this, because of the, we've got a campaign that's now underway, and it's going to be it's such a brutal, sucky year. I mean, I, I can't stand this stuff. I'm, I'm so over it at this stage of the game, particularly knowing what direction the left is going to go here and demonizing half of America, and they're just pushing this country to even closer to the edge of the precipice we're already on. But Biden will start touting the fact that gas prices have come down even though they're 30, 40, and 50% higher, and in some cases maybe 100% higher in some states, than they were before he took office. They will say the same thing, and they are saying the same thing about inflation. The gun grabbers are great at this. Inflation is dropping. The rate of inflation, that's, that's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. The rate of inflation has dropped. It's still 5, 6, 7% higher than it ever was under Trump and should always be anyway. But they don't tell you that. When we come back from the break, Greg, we're taking a break now, about right? Getting close to it. When we come back from the break, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to some of those other states we were talking about. Let me rattle them off to you. And we're going to talk about what's going on. What, what, what new laws California put into effect? Colorado, Illinois, Michigan, Minnesota, Oregon, Washington, West Virginia. And, well... USA Today says more gun laws could come in 2024. Well, it's not going to come at the federal level. So what are they what are they referring to? And keep in mind what I just asked you. How does restricting your rights if you live in those states reduce crime? It doesn't. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Have you gotten on the Daniel Defense email list yet? I would highly recommend you do that. They have a new limited build out that if you're not on that list, you, won't, you will not see it. It'll move quickly. They sell out almost immediately. But it, even if you don't plan on getting it, it's just cool to see. So welcome back in Six Hour Studios, Daniel Defense Mike. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here at AAR Ranch in Georgia. X Insurance presenting all of it. Make sure to visit all of our partners, please, at armedamericanradio.com. Now is also a really good time. Between now and November is a great time to visit Heaven's Harvest and grab a bucket, the 72-hour bucket. Well, it's actually a month bucket, and they have the 72-hour kits as well. But I would recommend those buckets. I've got about five or six of those things. So plenty of food. And it's fairly inexpensive, and you will sleep better at night. I just picked up the four-pack, eight-pack, actually, of the water bricks. 
So, yeah, we're ready at the ranch, and you should be, too. HeavensHarvest.com. Use the promo code AAR over there. Throw them some love. Thank them for participating and working with Armed American Radio. HeavensHarvest.com. It's something that you should have in the house. And your goat guns, by the way. I was just telling Greg during the break that I put in an order for two last night, but because some criminal scumbag thief stole my debit card out in California right around Christmas week, I had it locked. And my wallet was not anywhere near me, and it was late at night. I was like, ah, I'll just wait. Well, I've been getting reminders on the order that I left in the shopping cart, so I'm going to complete that order at the top of the hour. I just looked at that during the break. And that's the SIG MCX miniature model in concrete, they call it, and the SIG MCX miniature model in black. I'm getting both. Greg, you have both of those? You have one of them anyway? I've got the black MCX. Oh, they're super cool. I can't wait to get them. AAR is the promo code. I'm telling you, fire up your new addiction and your new hobby. These things are incredible. Goatguns.com. Use the promo code AAR. What a great thing to have. And it just I talk about some downtime. It's wonderful stuff. Uh, Greg, as we were coming back from the break, I was looking at the production screen. Ryan, you'll appreciate this because you know me well enough. I was looking at the production screens up here getting ready to switch screens, and I saw one that said, uh, it said uh, studio display cam screenshot, and my mind viewed it as headshot. I guess it's just because what I do for a living, but I saw screenshot as headshot. I got a kick out of that. Ryan, welcome back in, brother. Good to be here with you. All right, let's go to some of these other states. Let's take a look at what USA Today is now touting as, oh, such a great thing in 2024 and get some perspective from you on this. 2024 gun laws. Let's start with, uh, well, let's start at everybody's favorite place, California. They're really, they're, what they're harping on here is SB2. We've talked about that ad nauseum. It didn't go into effect. It's been blocked, and it appears to be blocked. That's the sensitive places location, ladies and gentlemen, that is blocked. Uh, it was blocked once again on Saturday and likely will be until its next scheduled hearing, which is April. Now, Colorado. Colorado, according to every town, Ryan, moved from the 12th to the 11th on their list. At the, be- at the beginning of the year, Colorado joined 11 other states in restricting, quote-unquote, ghost guns, which means private builds, ladies and gentlemen, that you assemble at home, which we've been able to do in this country since the nation's founding. The weapons are also known, they say, as privately made firearms, don't require background checks, don't have serial numbers, blah, blah, blah. And two gun rights groups have filed a federal lawsuit already against Jared Polis, the governor, challenging the new law. Uh, the day it went into effect. So that is in effect in Colorado, just went into effect this year. Illinois, we all know what's happening there, assault weapons ban. The U.S. Supreme Court now has refused to look at that, Ryan. Does that bother you that the U.S. Supreme Court has refused to step in on behalf of gun rights organizations? Are you shocked? Because the other side likes to say, oh, look, the Supreme Court ruled they're not going to look at this. The Supreme Court didn't rule anything. They chose not to rule, which, of course, has the, unfortunately, for those of you that live in Illinois, the effect of keeping the law in place. Does that shock you that they didn't do that as these cases move post-Bruin, other cases through the system, Ryan? Yeah, shock's probably not the right word. It's disappointing, um, but I've heard people much smarter than me, uh, Cam Edwards and Stephen Gutowski, talk about this uh, specifically Mm -hmm. Uh, it could be that the Supreme Court is waiting for the right case to take. So that's that's information I got from from those two gentlemen. I'll take them at their word. Um, it may not have been the right case for the Supreme Court to take, or they may be looking for uh, consolidated 
case that can address many of these issues, because really what's happening are the blue states are throwing a temper tantrum, uh, you know, post-Bruin, and they've come back and said, okay, well, if we can't restrict your right to carry, we'll just restrict where you can carry it, and we'll we'll throw in all this other kitchen sink stuff to try to really limit who can carry, where they can carry, what they can carry, and, and when they can carry. And we'll do all of that, and we hope the, uh, the Supreme Court doesn't look at it. And I, I'm, I'm not certain the Supreme Court isn't looking for a case that would encompass all of those restrictions and be able to rule on something definitively to say, wait a minute, we were clear in Bruin what we meant. Right. Uh, you guys are, are um, infringing on the Second Amendment and our interpretation in Bruin we're going to rule all of this stuff as being un- unconstitutional. It's going to take time. We're going to have to be patient. It's not the win that the gun control groups claim. It's just not the win that they think right. that, that they're getting. And I think when this, when the right case gets back in front of the Supreme Court, gun owners are going to be happy with the result. I agree. And look for when it comes to a quote unquote assault weapons ban case, look for that to be the Fourth Circuit case in Maryland that is already farther ahead in the process than California's and Illinois's two that stand out. Look for that Fourth Circuit case, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, would also encompass Illinois and California. The cases are very similar. And the the assault weapons ban case in Maryland is likely going to be the case. I could be wrong about that, but it's it's looking like that. Illinois, we just talked about Michigan. A series of gun safety bills are going into effect. Democrat Gretchen Gretchen Whitmer signed into effect an expansion of background checks, requirements to store guns away from children, and a new red flag law. And she also signed legislation in November, went into effect in January, temporarily banning people convicted of domestic violence from possessing and purchasing firearms and ammunition. That was already a case under federal law. The state moved from 24th to 20th on every town's list. Ryan... Does telling me it's against the law to keep my gun unlocked reduce crime in the inner city, in the big blue Democrat-run inner cities, which are driving the crime numbers around the country? Does it work? No, because criminals don't obey gun laws. And we know this to be true because they're already committing crimes and they're using guns to do that. So they, they don't care. Criminals don't care. You can pass whatever gun line you want. Um, all you're going to do is restrict the the rights of law-abiding citizens who will obey the laws, and you'll have zero impact on crime. And any reduction in crime to our earlier conversation really has nothing to do with the gun law that was passed. It has to do with um, other other issues that are going on in society at the time. And we we of just course. came off a very violent period during uh, COVID where people were yeah. restricted and locked up and criminals took advantage of that. Got, crimes went up, gang violence went up. We've got people flooding across our Southern border. That's going to generate more crime. But right now, compared to 2021 and 2020 and even 2022, crime's going down a bit. Um, well, hey, hey here's would, the deal. Keep your guns locked up, criminals. Ryan, we're getting ready to cut this hour. Looking forward to seeing you in under two weeks. But keep this in mind. No criminal ever said when they meet back at their criminal den after robbing the liquor store, lock your guns up, everybody. 
That's the law. Ryan Petty, thanks for being <laughs> here, man. Can't wait to see you in a couple weeks, and we'll talk to you soon. You'll probably be on before then. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on the flip side of the break. We're going to play some great tapes for you. Don't go away. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh. 